Hello, everybody, and of course, welcome back to another episode of X Talking Niche with your boy X. And unfortunately, no ish for this episode, but we do have a very special guest for this week, and I'll introduce him in a second. Let me run down, of course, the intro with Facebook. If you are on Facebook, please make sure you go ahead and hit that like button so you can be notified for our shows if you are on our Facebook page and as well on youtube if you want to subscribe please go ahead hit that rest subscribe button as well go ahead hit that notification bell so you can be notified for our shows on youtube in the future and as well if you are on twitter please go ahead check us out on twitter at x talking ish and i went ahead and retweeted it on my personal page at x underscore williams 81 Alrighty then thank y'all as always like i said for tuning in to x talking ish uh, we are back once again for week 15 recap show. And if you have been joining us over the last couple of weeks, you will know that Ishmael is out of the country uh, for the next couple more weeks. So it is my honor and my pleasure to bring on our very special guest for this evening, a fan favorite of the show, somebody who's been on the show multiple times. And we love having him on here, mainly due to his energy. And of course, we have to bring him back once again, Mr. That Man Dooley. Ladies and gentlemen, what's going on, man? This is That Man Dooley at your services, ready to be back and assist my boy Ish and X and doing their thing. Welcome to the show, baby. You know where to find me at. You can find me on YouTube. You can find me on Facebook, ladies and gentlemen. You could find me on Instagram. You could find That Man X. I appreciate that as always, Dooley, and my boy bringing the energy once again. No surprise at all. So with that being said, since he is out in the Bay Area, let's go ahead and start with the 49ers. Let's go ahead and start with 49ers and the Seahawks on Thursday Night Football. We'll go ahead and again wrap, recap most of the games from this past week. What a crazy weekend of football. And I'm not talking about just – Football, of course, on the FIFA side, started off Sunday morning with a hell of a match in the World Cup with Argentina versus France. And I'll be honest with you, Dooley, after that uh, match in uh, in uh, in Qatar, aka Qatar, I didn't think any football was going to top that. Or I should say, American football was going to top that. But boy, was I wrong. We will get into all of those those Sunday games uh, in a jiffy. But we're going to go ahead and take it back to Thursday. And then also, of course, Saturday, and then we'll get into the Sunday game. So Dooley Thursday night football game, 49ers took care of business in Seattle. Of course, another great performance by now or the third stringer Brock Purdy. Now, of course, QB one, um, it really Dooley, the conversation I want to have with you is how real are the 49ers with Brock Purdy? Is this a team that can, contend for an NFC conference champion, uh, NFC conference championship and, or a Super Bowl. 
Well, my man, that's a great question. Because you see, being out here in this Bay Area, I'm around a lot of San Francisco 49ers fans, you know? So while talking to them, they all love Purdy, but that's because they all hate uh, Jimmy G. You get what I'm saying? So that's part of that. So they feel, based off the winning, when it's mostly the defense, not that Purdy is not a poised young kid. I'm not going to say that. Mm -hmm. But to say the kid is going to take over, not even midseason, more so end of season, Take these guys to the playoffs, get to the NFC Championship, win it, and head to the Super Bowl. That's just asking for too much from this kid, okay? He's not ready. He's not that caliber of a of a quarterback, not yet. And they do have a hell of a defense. And don't get me wrong, you and I, you and I have both seen Super Bowl runs where quarterbacks won off their defense, hmm? you know, pretty much. Like, but you have to have one of the greatest defenses of all time. Like, we can go back to the 2000 Ravens. Trent Dilfer wasn't the greatest, but he was a great game manager. Ray and them did their thing. They won themselves a Super Bowl. Pretty much one of the best defenses ever, right? Or you could go back to Peyton Manning when he, he last won it with the Broncos. Peyton was not good in that Super Bowl. Yet the defense held it down. So can Brock Purdy be as good as a Trent Dilfer or a Peyton Manning back in that last Super Bowl he was in? He's probably about that good, but is that defense as good as the Broncos? Definitely I'm not going to put him in the category with the Ravens. You know what I mean? So, no, I don't think the kid's ready. I love your take, um, but I will have to disagree with you a little bit when it comes to – I don't agree with Brock Purdy and I'm sorry, I don't agree with us crowning Brock Purdy so early, just in two starts of him playing and he has a hell of a quarterback rating or, and he has all the great, you know, stats line that makes it look, make him look better than what he is. He was a four year starter at Iowa state. He was the last pick in the draft. Of course, Mr. Irrelevant. I'm not trying to, of course, um, reiterate his story right now i'm just letting people know that i don't know about him what's going on but let's be honest that san francisco 49er offense is very very quarterback friendly it is set up for you as a quarterback to just manage the game don't mess it up and allow us to win the game on both sides of the ball have the defense do their part and have you as the offense do your part and the 49ers should win a lot of games, which they've been able to do this season. But the most, I think the most impressive thing about what the 49ers have been able to do this season is they've started three quarterbacks so far and they haven't fallen off yet. There have, there are teams out here, the Panthers, the Jets that have started three quarterbacks, right? And, you know, we have one team, the Panthers who are out of playoff contention completely. You have the team like the Jets who are, on the outside looking in and, and hanging on by a thread, and you have the 49ers who are maybe a Super Bowl contender. So you look at those three teams and you see how they're able to manage their, not just a quarterback, but also their offensive play. And you have to give a little bit more credit to Kyle Shanahan and for him being him in the offensive coordinator for being able to put a game plan together to make sure that Brock Purdy plays well. And then also let's remember too, this second start that he's played, this was without Debo Samuel due to injury. So, it's, it's really – so far, it is impressive for have Brock come in and play this well. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to crown him just yet. Let's, no. let's, let's have him play 17 games first. But I agree with you, Dooley, when it comes to 
if he can play well these next, you know, a couple more weeks in the regular season and do what you need to do in the postseason, he could they can then the 49ers can find their way into an NFC conference championship game in the Super Bowl just by not messing it up, right? So it'll be interesting to see what happens with the 49ers and how they're able to evolve as Brock Purdy as being the quarterback. And also, too, what's really going to be interesting is let's just say Brock Purdy do lead them to the Super Bowl. What happens with Trey Lance? Um, To be honest, I I was going to bring up that question just now, my man. Uh, They're going to have to duke it out in training camp if I'm the coach. okay? why? Because I'm not just going to give the job to Purdy, even though he just won us a Super Bowl, because I know Trey Lance was the guy. And and Trey Lance is a good young quarterback as well. To say he can't beat out Jack um, Purdy for a job is just absolutely ludicrous. Of course, Trey Lance. Can I I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question, though? Because I think we're you're thinking more of athleticism compared to just I don't want to say not athleticism, but just a, a game manager, right? Mm-hmm. You might look at Purdy like, oh, he's just a game manager. He's not as athletic. He's not as he's not he's not a special talent like Trey Lance, right? But sometimes you as a team might need a game manager, right? Sometimes you don't need a guy that can quote unquote, do it all with his talent because sometimes your talent might get you in trouble. Sometimes you need to just dump that ball off for five yards to your running back so he can get seven more. Sometimes you don't need to take that big play and it turn into an interception, right? So I I agree when it comes to, hey, going into training camp, why not let these guys duke it out? But we're not going to also just give Trey Lance the job just because he's all he's athletic. He makes great plays and practice and is that. When he played in the regular season, Trey Lance, he looked, he didn't look comfortable. Right. These were the first couple weeks of the season. Everybody's healthy. Everybody's firing off the ball. You know, a little bit later on the season right now where everybody ain't as ain't as fast off the ball as they used to. So maybe that's something in Brock Purdy's uh, that he has an advantage compared to Trey Lance when he first started the season. But I have a million percent agree with you, though, Dooley. This might be something that we have to look to in the offseason. Yes. Where these two might go at it. Yes, yes, because Purdy is great. And if he wins the Super Bowl, if he wins the team, the Super Bowl, he will be the favorite. Yeah. How, how, yes. But once again, on my team, they're going to have to du- duke it out off season, you, you know, and we're going to make a call as coaches. You know, I respect that. I respect that. Let's go ahead and move on to them Saturday night games, the Colts and the Vikings. Woo. What an epic collapse by the Colts on this one. Up by Crazy. literally 33 Crazy. points. Not, Crazy. not joking. Not mad in time. Like, Dooley, we, we went to college together back in the day. And we remember back in the dorms when you were playing Madden, you, you get 21 old skunk, you pass the sticks up. They didn't get 21. They, they didn't get 28 skunk. They was up by 30. <laughs> the Vikings should have walked off the field and get ready for next week. But what did the Vikings do? They said, no, nah, we're going to go ahead and, and keep on chipping away at this league and keep on chipping, chipping away at this league. And they were able to not just chip away at the league, but actually come back and win this game in overtime by three. What an, what an amazing comeback by the Vikings. Um, Dooley, I'll let you take this one first and I'll finish it up, but what a game. Absolutely. I will take this one. Ladies and gentlemen, I was on this show about a year and a half ago with my man X and Ish. I remember this moment like it was yesterday. We were having a debate about the two Matthews, okay? I said Matthew Stafford was better than Matthew uh, Matt Ryan. You know, they didn't believe me, though. Because of the season, this obviously during the season, he 
Matt Ryan may have better numbers. But as soon as Matt Stafford got traded to the Rams, guess what happened last season? My point, the only reason Matt Ryan – What happened this season? Oh, no. Hey, but they continue. didn't make the playoffs. They didn't make we'll the talk, playoffs. We'll talk. Continue. They didn't make the playoffs. I just – the only reason I bring that up, I just have to throw that in their face, ladies You're and good. gentlemen, because Matthew Stafford is better than Matt Ryan. <laughs> as a quarterback, it's still, it's still debatable. It, it is debatable. It is debatable. But let's just say Matt Matt Stafford now looks better. He looks better. He looks I, I'll, I'll say this: I'm not trying to cut you off, which is a little course, clean. I'm just, course. I just want to, I just want to know again. You play football. I Absolutely. play football. One thing that we know all the time, just like when it when it comes to comparing sports, you can't compare basketball with football because in basketball you can play both sides of the of the of the uh, opposite. I'm sorry, of the possession. You can play offense. Ball. You can play defense. Yes. Matt Ryan is a play defense. So it's unfortunate because you are the quarterback, you have to get you get the praise and you also get the blame. So when you do give up a big lead, unfortunately, it falls on Matt Ryan. It wasn't all on him this time, but because you are associated with it and because it has happened multiple times in your career, especially in the biggest moment with your offense coordinator being Kyle Shanahan, who we just talked about uh, before, who, let's be honest, he doesn't get that, that uh, still that bad taste that, oh, it was it was Shanahan's fault that they lost. They blame, you know, they blame uh, Matt Ryan for that. I don't think Matt Ryan's going to the Hall of Fame. I'm not, I'm not trying to advocate for him going to the Hall of Fame. Okay, okay. But, okay. but he's still, not anymore, not anymore. He, he's a... This year he's 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 been horrible, a mm-hmm. horrible quarterback. But in the past, when it comes to how he's played, just a pure passer, he is a good quarterback. Unfortunately, these ugly blemishes are just going. It just makes his resume look ugly. Matt Stafford, thank God for him for getting that ring. Because if he didn't, he would his rec- resume would look ugly too. I mean, because hey. this season was not a good season for him. Yeah, I mean, I, I know. Well, hold on though. The man had a decent career in Detroit. I mean, Where, yeah, it, I'm not, it's not, only one of the Jared, Jared Goff is looking good in Detroit right now too. Not not as good as Stafford. Goff is not on the level of Stafford as a quarterback. You know, okay. <laughs> he's Again, not the that, same gunslinger. That's something that could be debatable later on. Okay. Jared Goff hey. is the is the cow leader in passing yards. Jared Goff is the guy that has led the Rams to a Super Bowl. Didn't win it. But he led the he led the Rams to a Super Bowl, right? And in his young young days with the Rams, and now he's playing with the Lions, which a lot of people like myself threw him away and thought that he was just going to be a bridge quarterback, and he's been able to throw for thirty plus touchdowns this season. So, for, he's for not weak. Lions, golf isn't weak. So that's what, that's what I'm saying. Let's stop trying to throw away golf like he's just some bum. He was the number one overall pick, right? But hold on, it's a reason though. LH wanted Stafford for golf, and guess what? And I understand they, were, they got. The same way the Lakers wanted to trade away their young core for LeBron, and they got their bubble ring, and they haven't been able to do shit now. I don't right? Know, I don't know about a bubble ring, brother. You as a Again, fan, as well. Day, I can't even ring. believe you're going there. It's a oh, ring. Thank you. Thank you. It's still a ring. You. I'm just, you. I'm just thank saying you. it's a bubble thank ring. It's, it's the thank bubble you. ring. Everybody gonna thank call you. it the bubble ring. It's the bubble right. ring. That's what I'm saying. Right. What you I'm know. saying is that that's what LA as a sports team sometimes do. All LA teams, from the Dodgers to the Lakers to the Rams. They say, fuck them draft picks. We're going to go out and go get the best acquisition players we can get and try to make a super team. Nothing wrong with it, but if that's what you want to do, sometimes it, it succeeds and sometimes it just does not turn into fruition the way you want to. And by the way, it goes both ways. As far as Matt Stafford goes, you got to understand, he's on the end of the two biggest, the biggest season comeback and the biggest comeback in the Super Bowl. 
What does that tell you about Matthew Ryan, ladies and gentlemen? It tells you Matthew Ryan knows how to give up big leads. It's all cute what he does in the season. Yeah, it's cute. It's Again, true. you can't blame him for not playing defense. That's hold on, but, but hold on, on. Let's get deep, though. Let's get deep. Let's get deep. What more do you want from your offense? You score 33 points, right? That's what I'm saying. You score right? 33 points. I yeah. mean, shit, defense yeah. finished the game. Now, listen, all that in the first half. It goes both ways. To tell me you guys can't muster two or three field goals. Don't give me that. I don't care about the 33 points. I don't care about the to tell me. Can we not talk about can we not talk about the offensive coordinators? Maybe you know running the ball, maybe, maybe making you know decent sound throws, uh, I'm passing a uh, passing place to where we can just move the ball down the field. That's now listen, problem. now listen, for debate's sake, we could say the defense did their job as well in the first half. It was a goose egg. So therefore, who's to say the defense is the blame? Aha. Uh-huh. Maybe um, the defense that gave up 39 points. Hello. In the whole in half, you can't give me a couple field goals to seal the deal. They gave and you one. Want- they gave one. Wow. They scored thirty. They scored three. They thirty-three plus three is thirty-six. So I mean, again, they, they gave- needed thirty-nine. X. I mean, no, they technically needed thirty-six because thirty-six is what got them in overtime, and then Vikings get hit the, th- the three more mm-hmm. to get thirty-nine. My point game. is, my point Hell is, we can continue to debate this until we blew in the face. You cannot blame Matt Ryan for not playing defense. That's all I'm saying. I am not saying that Matt Ryan's going to the Hall of Fame. I am not saying that we need to throw him in the Hall of Fame. And I'm not saying he's better than Matt Stafford. Oh, good. I'm just saying we're good. not going to we're not <laughs> going to blame him for not playing defense, especially when he scored 33 goddamn points in the first half. Good job. That's bullshit. Good Come job, That's Matthew. Awesome. Didn't anyway. seal the deal. Anyways, this guy here. All right, let's go ahead and move on to the last Sunday night football game of that uh of that. I'm sorry, Saturday football game of that slate. Uh, Ravens Browns Browns won that game 13-3. Really, we're going to keep this very short on this one. This game really, to me, honestly, Dooley, is more about Lamar Jackson and his injury. Um, so far, this is his second game he's been out. Ravens won one. They lost one now so far since he's been out. Um, Lamar should be back, uh, within, if not next week, then the week after that. He should be back in the regular season before the playoffs get here. But, Dooley, What will be the outcome in the offseason after the season's over with the Ravens, Lamar Jackson? Will we get a deal done? Are we going to franchise tag? What is going to happen? Okay, so this is the thing on Lamar, and I like Lamar. He's actually one of my favorite players, if not my favorite player. You know who my favorite player was growing up. It's Mike Vick. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Lamar Jackson is pretty much a reincarnation <laughs> of this era's Mike Vick. You're right. Okay. He ain't so, so like you know, yada, yada, yada. Uh, it's it's too early to say. There's people who Matthew Stafford just want to ring my boy in his his eleventh season. Matt Stafford can throw the football. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's a point. So um, uh, going going along to Lamar. See, this is my issue though. And once again, I'm a fan, which is why I had to state that. You cannot give that kind of money to a running quarterback. What he wants. I don't care how good he is, Lamar. Look what just happened. He just got hurt. He also got hurt last season. Why? Because they use his legs so much. And I get Lamar. He wants his money. I'm a fan. Pay Lamar. And Lamar, he still can get top five, top three quarterback money. But him wanting what Deshaun Watson got, no. You do not give a running quarterback that kind of money. 
And I don't, and I'm, I'm 100% with the Ravens. And this is something I debated with myself for a long time because some of us put the fact that we're fans before business. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and that's just as deep as it gets, you know? So I was a, I'm a fan, but I, I have to put the business aspect forward. So if I'm going to put the business aspect forward, I'm going to have to say, you know what? We know how good we are with you. We know how much we suck without you. We need Lamar to win. But you're not going to get Deshaun Watson money, period. You're a runner. You hurt your knee. You've been injured twice. The Ravens are not stupid. So once again, pay the man. But he wants to be paid the number one quarterback in the league money, type money. No. I'm not paying Lamar that money. And guess what? I just changed my decision on this maybe about a month or two ago before he even got hurt. I said to myself, Lamar can't even pass downfield in clutch times. Like he's he, he doesn't suck at passing. But guess what? There's going to be times where he gets stuffed. There's a reason he only wins. He's only won one playoff game. He's only won one playoff game because in the playoffs, defenses aren't going to just let you scramble. <laughs> that doesn't and my point my point these teams are in the playoffs for a reason they're good <laughs> so if you think you're just about to come out here and scramble all day no we or run the ball all the ravens do is run they're the number one running offense predictable man too predictable if lamar was this much a better passer they're so man there's so much more they can do in that playbook but he's but he's not. Go ahead, brother. No, you're good. No, you're good. You're good. I, I appreciate everything that you just said. Let me get to the comment section right quick. Fracture Walnut, our boy, he, he tunes in every week. He says, Ravens got to pay that man. They are a shell of themselves when he doesn't play. Saturday proves his worth. Injuries are a problem for him, but he definitely deserves more than Kyler and Russ, in my opinion. Period. That last part, period. He's, like I said, top three quarterback money, my man. Top three. Now, okay. the thing is, when it comes to the market of the quarterback, you know, everybody tries to say, oh, well, if the quarterback is getting $40 million, they can't pay everybody else. That's not necessarily the case. That's just what the quarterback market is. And you can still spread out the money throughout the, the team if need be. The thing is, when it comes to Lamar, like we're all trying to figure out is what ballpark are you trying to get into? Because if you do get into the up, I mean, 200 million guarantee, yeah, you're going to – um, handcuff your organization to help you out, and the Ravens need help. The Ravens are this is not the 2000 Ravens, like you stated before, to where you have a hell of a defense and you have this damn good, you know, quarterback that can make offensive plays and that the defense is able to feed off of that and make plays off. That's not this type of Ravens team. Mm-hmm. And the way that the Ravens constructed this team over the last four years now with Lamar is everything is catered to Lamar. So if Lamar is not there anymore, you'll have to revamp your whole offense once again. And then there's no free agent wide receivers that actually want to come there and play with Lamar because they, it hasn't happened so far. So you have so, to get them through the draft. So running offense. Who so it's just it, it's it's very interesting how this is all going to play out for the Ravens because I'm I'm baffled. I really don't know how this is going to turn out. So we'll of course have to wait and see what happens with that. Let's go ahead and move on to the last. Like I said the Ravens and Browns the last game on Sunday night. My bad. It was the the Bills and the Dolphins' last game of Saturday Night Football. Of course, if you tune in, this was a very, very, very cold game. 
And I hope everybody uh, had their long johns on just watching that game because I felt cold with, uh, watching that one. Bills ended up winning that game 32-29 to pretty much lock up the AFC East. Uh, seems as though that the Bills should take care of business over there in that division. Dolphins are uh, still on the outside looking in on trying to win the division, but they still are able to maybe get a playoff spot. Um, we'll very, very short, uh, very, very quickly on this one, Julian. We'll go ahead and move on. But what is your biggest takeaway from this game? Um, honestly, um, I, I, this game was like, it let me know how good the Dolphins can be. You know what I mean? The Dolphins are a pretty good team. It's just some things they haven't figured out. And I think that's mainly due to a young quarterback in Tua. But Tua's been great this season. And I love everything that I've seen out of him. The Bills look prime, man. Um, I'm going to be honest. It's going to be tough to beat the Bills in the playoffs in the AFC. Good luck. I mean, if everything, if everything runs through Buffalo, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. I mean, right now, the Bills and the Chiefs are tied 11 and 3, but due to the Bills beating the Chiefs early in the season, they do own the tiebreaker. So, mm-hmm. Buffalo is uh, the number one seed. So, if the playoffs started today, everything would run through Buffalo, and that is not a fun place to play at, at all. No, no. Nope. Uh, the Dolphins, of course, just realized that over the weekend. The Dolphins are actually technically the number seven seed. So the playoffs started today. They would be playing against Kansas City in Kansas City. So how about that? Going from Buffalo to then playing in Kansas City. I've been in Kansas City when it was fucking seven degrees. It is not fun at all. And I'm going to be honest. They got a shot. <laughs> yeah. um, the, the Chiefs aren't just the Chiefs aren't the Chiefs. Of the Chiefs are the Chiefs, but exactly. but but exactly. but they still are the Chiefs. And until you knock them off, like the Bills did last year, I'm sorry, like the Bengals did last year, you still you got to respect you got to respect that man. Tyreek um, Tyreek would roast those DBs on that Sunday. Ooh, boy, could you imagine Tyreek Hill going back going to Kansas, back to Kansas City? City and, and put a two hundred on? <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be a hell of a storyline, right? Uh, Fraction One also says to me, the Dolphins prove that they can play in any weather after Saturday. They didn't win, but put up a good effort. Um, I will say this: this Dolphins team in that game uh, was a completely different Dolphin team than last year. Last year, the Bills routed them twice and put a 50 on them, um, especially when they came up there to Buffalo in the cold and and just demolished them once again. Um, i be honest with you. I thought the Dolphins were going to get beat by at least a touchdown. I, I didn't know if they were going to be able to mentally block out the code. Uh, I don't know if you heard about the rumblings, but when they played in L.A. the week prior, apparently they brought heaters because, you know, they wanted to stay a little warm. So – a lot of people were making jokes about could can Miami even let you know handle that Buffalo code? Um, again, no more victories in NFL, right? It's easy to say, oh yeah, they played well and they can at the end of the day, Dolphin players don't want to hear that shit. They they want to hear a win, right? Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll we'll circle back on those guys next week. We'll see what happens with them. But they better hold on tight because things are getting really, really tight in the AFC. Um, and we'll move on to a team and a player who don't want to hear anything about uh, his injuries. And that's Mr. Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles. They took on the Bears. Again, not too much to really talk about on this game. Um, let's be real. We're, everybody's really waiting on the Sunday matchup. Um, I'm sorry, Saturday matchup. My apologies. Saturday matchup, Christmas Eve. The Cowboys and the Eagles. That's where everybody's really waiting on. The Eagles took care of business against the Bears. 
And we'll talk about the Cowboys right after this because apparently they did not take care of business because apparently somebody wanted to look a little ahead. But the biggest news, of course, coming out of this game was Jalen Hurts' injured shoulder. Billy, do you think his injured shoulder is something to be weary of if you are a Philadelphia Eagles fan? And if you are a coach of the Philadelphia, let's say Nick Siriano, is this something that you might want to take in your hands and say, hey, Jalen, we, we, we're 13 and one. Think about this, guys. Eagles are 13 and one at the moment. They really don't have to beat the Cowboys. They don't have to put their good, their best guys out there. They are looking for the ultimate prize. But when it comes to ego, when it comes to pride, they want to beat the Cowboys. So I understand why they want to put everybody out there and, and, and beat the Cowboys. But when you have a team like this, that's kind of special. I mean, if you look at the Eagles team, they're very special on both sides of the ball. You would think that you want to look for the bigger picture. Dooley? Have they um, clinched the Eagles, the NFC? Let me uh, double check. And that's a great question because I want to say they have clinched. They have clinched a, at least a playoff berth, uh, and of course, clinched the division as well. Of so, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They have. I'm sorry. Technically, they've only clinched the playoff berth. Technically, haven't clinched the division yet. Okay. If they beat the Cowboys this weekend, they will clinch the division. Okay. Uh, if they lose to the Cowboys, technically the division still open. The Cowboys could win the division, but I highly doubt that. So again, if you are Nick Seriano, what are you doing with Jalen Hurts? Man, basically, um, well, this the, the the reason you already know where I was going with that. You, um, the Eagles need the number one seed in the NFC. Period. Everything needs to run through um, the Eagles. And to be honest, if you bench him, uh, you, you can't bench him and lose. You know, that's why I need to see the NFC record. You know what I mean? Because there's still a few games left. And then what if you lose two? The, they need to clinch. They. So I don't. I'm not. I'm definitely with resting the kid. But they need to clinch. Don't rest them to um, end up going on the road in the playoffs. Why not have everything through Philadelphia for him? I think that'd be perfect for Jalen Hurts. He, you know, he wins at home. They're hot, man. Best team in the league, record-wise for sure. You know what I mean? So, and they're looking really good. You know, so it's 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 a. Uh, it's a, it's a lot, you know, and yeah, yes, my man, I definitely like Justin Fields myself, but yeah, bro, it's something to be, it's something to worry about. It is something to worry about as an Eagles fan because you don't know um, what how he, healthy his shoulder will be, and it's the it's pretty much go time. It's the end of the season. It's time to rock and roll. You get what I'm saying? So uh, I got you. I got it's, you. It's a tough spot. The thing about it when it comes to playing football and people that talk about football and all stuff like that, people gotta understand. Look, like, like, look. Us three right now, to my me, Dooley, and the, the person commenting right now, Fracture Wanna, he played football as well, too. We're different animals, bro. We're different beasts. And we, we as football players, you cannot compare us to people that are nine to five workers or people that never played football before, things like that, because the type of mentality that these guys have is a completely different warrior mindset. So just because we might feel like, oh, yeah, you need to take a couple of days off. No, that's not going to happen, especially a guy like Jalen Hurts. I don't think that he's he's sitting out this game. I think he's playing. I just want to read, just want to read this comment from Fraction One. He said Justin Fields is starting to turn things around. Can't wait to see him and Claypool have more time together. That bye week really helped them on how they can use him. Um, I've already stated earlier in the year that Jay, uh, Justin Fields was going to be probably the better Ohio State quarterback, um, and I'm still right on that. 
Um, I like Justin Fields. I just hate Ohio State, but I like Justin Fields. I I hope to continue to see him play better. The Chicago Bears need a quarterback like him. Just just I'm talking about marketability wise. They need a quarterback mm-hmm. like him. Yes. It's great to see him playing well there. It's great to see him in the city like Chicago. He's out there, you know, chopping up with the fans as well too. So hope more of the same for him. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to the Cowboys and the Jags. We're going to keep it in the NFC East at the moment. Um, looks like the Cowboys, unfortunately, looked a little bit ahead and kind of fell asleep on the Jaguars. I've talked about it in the pregame show on Sunday. I, I really wanted to pick the upset with the Jags, but I just felt like the Cowboys, they're, they're, they're rocking and rolling on all cylinders. They're, they're going to be focused on this game because they're playing the Eagles next week, and boy, was I wrong. Not so much that you lost to the Jags, but the way that you lost to the Jags, right? You gave up a lead, get sent to overtime. Then, of course, it the game is ended on a Dak tip ball interception for a return for a touchdown. And the creme de la creme, you give up 40 points. You give up 40 points to a Jacksonville team who – Still clawing for a playoff position and also maybe winning the division AFC South, depending on how the Titans finish out. But for the Cowboys, and I'm going to say it just like Fracture One that says, like Stephen A. Smith says, what can go wrong will go wrong. And I, I at the moment right now, I think the Eagles will beat the Cowboys on Saturday. But knowing the Cowboys, they'll show up and beat the Eagles, and then they'll play the Eagles in the, in the postseason and lose to the Eagles when it really matters. That's what the Cowboys would do because that's what the Cowboys do do, all pun intended, because they do do on themselves when it's when the time matters to show up and they don't do it. And it'll be interesting to see what how did how are they able to come back from this? Because if you lose this game and then you go to the Eagles, I'm sorry, then you go play in the uh, against the Eagles on Christmas Eve and you lose that game. It's not about how many games you lost; it's the mentality. Especially all this extra talking they, you know, Micah Parsons doing on his podcast. Like, look, I understand it's a podcast and you let your guard down. You're having fun. You're talking. But no disrespect, Micah Parsons. And also to Trayvon Diggs and also to anybody else on the defense side of the ball. Cowboys, y'all still haven't done shit yet. Like, this is the reason why people that are not Cowboy fans get tired of listening to the Cowboys players and Cowboy fan bases because – Y'all don't know when to shut the hell up. And I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to pass it to my boy Dooley because next – I'm sorry, this upcoming Saturday, we're going to see what Cowboy teams show up. Dooley? Uh, you know, I don't have much to say about this. I'm just ready to see the Cowboys in the playoffs. I really want to see how far they're going to go. I hope they run into the Niners in San Francisco. You know, Once like, again, right? Like they did last year, lost, lost uh, to the 49ers uh, in Dallas. You know, so <clears throat> that's what I'm ready to see. Like, I really want to see what the Dallas Cowboys are going to be about in the playoffs, you know, only because there is so much chatter about that team, you know. So I just want to uh, I want to see them, you know. I want to see what they got. I want to see what they got. Again, it's it's on them. We'll see what happens, how they respond on Christmas Eve. But, uh, yeah, a lot of question marks in Dallas. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go ahead and move on to the Lions and Jets. And like I talked about in, on the Sunday show, a Week 15 matchup with these two teams, I'm pretty sure nobody was expecting for this game to be as good as it was. It was a really, really good game. Lions ended up winning this game by three. Um, and, of course, extends their winning streak by six now. 
excuse me, my question to you, Dooley, can the Lions continue to ride this wave and find a way into the playoff spot? And also for the Jets, is it almost over? Because they were looking good first half of the season, second half of the season is kind of not going the way they kind of expected it to go. You're going through this quarterback carousel right now Matt, with, with Mike White and, and Zach Wilson and maybe even a little sprinkle of Joe Flacco from time to time. But what's going on with the Jets? Help me out. Well, for one, going back to your question on the Lions, yes, the Lions will continue to ride that wave and get into the playoffs. I'm, I'm liking the Lions right now. Offensively, they're doing their thing. Defensively, they're making plays. You get what I'm saying? And it's just good to see teams like the Giant, like the Lions thriving. You know, I'm no hater. You know, I, I, man, I'd love to see every team win the Super Bowl at one point in time, you know, if that was ever possible in my lifetime, you know. But going back to the Jets, you know, the Jets are in trouble, man. The Jets don't know what to do. They were looking great earlier on in the season. Now they're not looking so great, you know. They were looking like gold earlier. Now they're looking like copper, fur furnished, furnished copper. Yeah. You know what I, you know what I mean. So right. it's like the like the Jets like honestly, and I love the defense. To me, the issue is the offense. Clearly, Sauce Gardner is one of the best corners in the league. That kid right there, I can't say enough about him. Like we haven't seen a corner this good so young in a while. In a while. You know what I, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. Like he he he's he, he's seasoned. Like he's been in the league for some years now. You know what I mean. So um, yeah. Uh, honestly, the Jets just need to get that offense together, and it's now or never, obviously. But going through a quarterback carousel, that's never um, going to end up in the right direction. You know unless what I mean? Unless you're the 49ers, right? Uh, right, right, right. <laughs> and the Jets' defense is good, but I wouldn't put it up to the level of the Niners. It doesn't have the same, you know, oh, yeah, line. Of course. Yeah. Agree. Yes, yes. Agree. Now, I will say this before we move on because I'm very. Um, Impressed with the Lions, especially the way that they're finishing off the second half of the season. Yes. One thing people got to keep their eye on the Lions, no matter how they finish the season, if they make the playoffs, if they don't. This is a really good year to build off of for the future because you you have Aiden Hutchinson, a, a, a solidified defensive end pass rusher that every good team is supposed to have, right? Next season, they have a top, another top five pick. And they are, and some mock drafts already have them projected to maybe get another pass rusher and Will Anderson Jr. out of Alabama. Imagine, you know, uh, uh, Aiden Hutchinson and Will Anderson Jr. on that defense. You know, they're they're turning that defense around, and and who knows, maybe that defense can be legit in the next, you know, two or three more years. We're starting to see some of these bad teams starting to turn become better and. I'm like you said, I'm happy for it. We don't need to keep seeing the, the Lions, the Jaguars, the Browns, the same teams always bad right. all the time. We need to right. get these guys, right. you know, back up and running. We I say it all the time about the Patriots. The Patriots at one point in time were called the Pansies because they were that bad. Right. right. All of a sudden, in the last 20 years, of course, things have changed, and, and it can happen for other franchises if you have the right things in place. Organization, head coach, quarterback. That's what it comes down to, right? So let's go ahead and get to the comment section. Fraction one that says, who do you like in the long run? Lions or the Jets? I'm going with the Lions. They play hard every game. And Dan Campbell is the best head coach since Jim Codwell. I million percent agree on that one. He said, I hope I spelled his name right. Ah, you didn't. But it's all good. We understand what you're saying. And also, my that's my big brother right there. That's big X right there. X Xavier Green says, those are facts. 
I'll let you answer this question, Dooley. Who do you think uh, would be the better team in the long run? No, oh, yeah, I like the Lions. I like the Lions. Is I'm it because them. they have a better quarterback in Jared Goff? Is that what it is? Oh, well, man, you have to consider <laughs> that. You absolutely have to consider that. They don't have a better defense, but they have a defense that's making plays. Yeah. You know well, what I, I mean? I was going to agree on that. Yeah, their, their defense has been um, very up and down, and that's a um, and, and that's a just a very frank uh, saying on that one because, I mean, they've given up 38 points in one game, and then they've been able to shut teams out from time to time. So, I mean, exactly. so very it's just up and down. Momentum. Yeah, and just consistency. They again, they're, with them being a young team, they're not they're not consistent. They're not um, they're they're able to have some good plays here and there, but they need it to happen, of course, on a consistent basis in each game, a consistent basis each week. Once they establish that, who knows? Maybe the Lions can, you know, maybe scare some folks out here. Right. All right, let's go ahead and move on to the game out here in Houston, the Chiefs and the Texans now. For most people like myself, I definitely thought this was a nice little this was, this was going to be a nice Texas homecoming for Patty Mahomes coming to Houston and whatnot and throw, you know, five touchdowns and 600 yards against the Texans. But boy, did this turn into a dogfight. All right. I mean, uh, the Texans were actually beating the Chiefs for most part of this game going into the fourth quarter. The Chiefs had to uh, rally and win this game um, in overtime. And Win it on a last, a last, uh, not last second, but the last play, of course, was able to win them the game with when it comes to rushing in for a touchdown. So, with that being said, we've seen the Texans over the last three weeks be very competitive against some good teams that a lot of people were not expecting to expecting for them to to play well against, right? And also, when some of their best players are not on the field. So, my question to you, and I wish Ish was on here too, because I would love to ask him this. Did the Chiefs play down to this level, or did the are the Texans trying to show a little bit of grit, a little bit of heart? And you know, the guys that are playing, maybe they're playing obviously for other teams to try to look at them and say, "Hey, we'll, we'll take out this Texan team." Um, and also, is there any worry for the Kansas City Chiefs moving forward? Is this a worry type of game that we might have to say oh, it might be a little uneasy on the Chiefs? Well, going back to what you were saying earlier, they're neither. You know what I mean? It's neither. The Texans are who the Texans are, and these are now the Chiefs. We must accept this, you know, which is why going back earlier, I was telling you, oh, make no mistake, Miami on the Chiefs, that's not a in Kansas City for the playoffs. I've seen worse bets. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Let's just be honest, Brody. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's just between me and you on that. The Chiefs are not who we once thought they were. You know, and a game like that against the Texans, please. The this Texans, is a team that's trying to lose. You, you know, so the Texans aren't exactly no, they didn't prove anything to me that game. Good job. You had the Chiefs, but you didn't seal the deal. That would have that would have proved more than anything to me. You know what I mean? But yeah, struggling with the Texans, absolutely not. That was a bad. That was that was real bad, and it just goes to show you, if they struggle with the Texans, that pretty much means you guys are pretty beatable. You know. But, but again, the I've seen this a lot, mainly with my team, the Tennessee Titans, a team that loves playing down to their competition, and then when they play teams like the Chiefs, the Bills, the Ravens, 
the Bengals, they find ways to show up and win games they're not supposed to, mainly in the regular season, not so much in the postseason, but in the regular season. That's why when Fracture One Up brings up this question, are you worried about the Chiefs because they struggle with the worst team or was it the case of playing out in their competition? This might be, again, might be one of those times where they maybe just play down to their competition and we have to just see what happens with them because we're not, look, we're, this is a team that's been to the AFC Championship game four years in a row, okay? Just because they won a game by six points to the worst team in the league doesn't make them, you know, all of a sudden the sky is falling, right? So maybe this is just one of those times where they came in there, thought shit was sweet, and they got bit, but they ended up biting back and winning this game. Fracture One also says, I mean, if Davis Mills was more of an athlete with the with the running uh, with the running game, the Texans would have beat them, in my opinion. Hey, woulda, coulda, shoulda, you know we. We'll never know, but right now, Chiefs won by six, and we'll uh, go ahead and move on from there. Let me get to the, uh, of course, our don't be upset picks of the week. I had the Steelers over the Panthers. That one came to fruition. Ish had the Patriots over the Raiders, and I haven't talked to him yet, but I'm pretty sure uh, his heart hurt just a little bit after that game. We'll get into that game right now, actually. Uh, The Patriots and the Raiders, what a hell of an ending of a game. Dooley, I don't know about you, but I when I was watching the, the replay, because I didn't watch it live, but I was watching it, I literally had to watch it about four times because I've never seen anything like that before. I've seen – we've seen plenty of laterals and plenty of, um, you know, plays where – I'm sorry, plenty, plenty of times where you're able to score a touchdown off of uh, that type of play where, of course, you're lateraling and lateraling. Of course, you find a scene, you're able to make it. Uh, into the end zone, but I've never in my life seen it to where the team that's that's trying to, of course, score a touchdown or trying to, to of course, just maybe at, the, at that time you couldn't get into field goal range because it was zero seconds on the clock. But for to have the 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 player throw the football into the waiting arms of the opposite team, and the opposite team goes down and scores the game and uh, scores a touchdown for the game winner, what an amazing! way to end the game because i mean that's that's not even madden shit right i mean that was just some why i mean I, all you can do is just say wow right uh you're closer out in that vegas area so please let me know how that how the last couple of days have been in cali and vegas uh, after this game <laughs> well you know how the raiders are my man they're just happy to get a damn win Okay, right. They've been struggling. It's been a heartfelt season, a usual, a usual Raiders season, you know, waiting. This team has been waiting. uh, These fans have been waiting for this franchise to turn a leaf and be consistent for decades now. You know what I mean? So it's like it's just tough out here. But it was one hell of a play. That was just an athletic play. I love the way he stiffed arm. He hit him with that. "Ah!" You know, hit him with that quarterback. Like, who do you think you were, rookie? You know what I mean? Little kid. Exactly. Bro, then finished it off going to the end zone. That's how you finish a game of football right there. You know, that was a great play by that defensive end. I more than understand why he's on the field. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, yeah, not much else to say about this. Hell of a win to the Raiders. The Patriots suck now, too. Going back to how we were just discussing how certain teams change, well, who knows how long the Patriots are going to be good now. Yeah, I mean, wow, this man. week, they could be they could be this week for five, ten years. The rest of Bel- Belichick might retire before he goes to another Super Bowl, you know? 
Well, yeah, I mean, no, you also mean that he might retire to where he's not going to go to Super Bowl, most likely. I mean, yeah. Now, the yeah. only way, the only way that the Patriots find some way to rally the troops is if Brady finds a way to make makes his way back to Foxborough. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to happen, but there are some rumblings that Brady's might leave Tampa Bay and maybe you go to the 49ers. Maybe back to maybe back to Foxborough. The Niners maybe don't somewhere want Tom Brady. I agree, but <laughs> but who knows? We didn't think he was going to leave t- uh, New England in the first place, and he went off to go win the Super Bowl, right? So we live in an era of sports where never say never with all sports: football, basketball, baseball. So that's I think we that's the cool thing about sports nowadays. We we keep saying, "Oh dang, we'll have, people want to have you know a twenty year legacy in one team, and people want to do this." People. We just don't know what Tom Brady's thinking, right? We don't know what these guys are thinking until they decide to make their move on their own. So we'll, of course, keep y'all updated on what happens with Tom Brady, of course, in Tampa. But for this game, like you said, in the in the words of uh, the, the great Al Davis, just win, baby. And the Raiders were able to do that. Um, but for the Patriots, they are not looking – as they probably thought that they would like to look. And let's be honest with let's be honest with everybody, Billy. When the Patriots were coming into the season and talking about how they didn't know who was going to be calling offensive plays and they were going to have two guys calling plays or doing whatever they're going to do on offense, that's how I knew the Patriots are in trouble. Because this is not little league football. This is not high school football. This is not college football. Okay. So sorry, Belichick. This ain't 1986 anymore. Mm-hmm. If you thought that shit was going to fly in 2022. You're mistaken. All right, let's go ahead and move on to the Titans and Chargers. We'll go ahead and stay in L.A. And um, I'll say this. Bad performance on both teams. But what a hell of a drive. Last uh, drive by Justin Herbert to be able to get his team in position to kick the game-winning field goal to have the Chargers beat the Titans, of course, and cover the spread as well. Um Titans are on a four-game losing streak and are in danger of maybe losing the division. And what a debacle that that could be. Uh, a lot of people, of course, would maybe um, say, hey, this is y'all's fault for firing your GM, right? You know, this is y'all's fault for trading away A.J. Brown. This is y'all's fault for whatever you want to add on. At the end of the day, the Titans are the same Titans that they were when they started the season. They're all they're gonna play with heart, they're gonna run the ball, they're gonna beat you know some teams, they're gonna lose to some teams. But when you trade away a guy like AJ Brown, you're just never you're not gonna ever be the same team as you were before. No receiver on this team. And I don't know why people thought Traylon Burks was just gonna come in and be like AJ Brown because you're smoking crack if you thought that. But <laughs> he has not performed any of the wide receivers on that on that um in in that wide receiver core has not performed the way that they should and the titans are reaping what they sowed and if they don't get their shit together real quick they will lose the division they play houston this upcoming weekend they've already lost to houston so get your shit together tennessee or this will be uh this will be a season where you look back on and say we let this one go Billy. They'll bounce back this week. I got them getting a win over the Titans and turning around the season, winning these last couple games against the Texans and getting in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Because, you know, first of all, the – you know, you got to separate yourself from that division. That's pretty much the worst division in football. 
So it's like you, one of them, one of them, what? NFC the, South. What are you talking about? No, but everybody's just, under 500 in NFC South. No, but what I'm saying is, hold on. What's the Jaguars record? What's the, the Jaguars? Jaguars the Jaguars six and eight. Okay, what's the Colts record? Under five hundred. Okay, what's the fine. what's the Texans? It's like I said, one, one of the one best. Of. One of worst. that's okay. what I said. No, that's you said, said it's the worst. You said it's the worst. Don't be disrespectful, sir. Oh, okay, what I said was it's pretty much, and that is debatable. Okay, that's debatable. It's pretty much, you know. But anyways, let me continue. So the t- Tennessee Titans, man, I got them getting in the playoffs, man. Don't even worry about that. We can push past Her- Herbert. He's looking good, man. That's a nice young quarterback. I don't have much to say about that, you know. I love Herbert, but sometimes Herbert get a little too much more credit than he deserves. Uh, but also, too, I also will say that I blame head coach Brandon Staley for putting him in positions to not be successful. I think the Chargers move on from Brandon Staley next season and bring in a new coach. I hope so. Uh, and hopefully we can get the best version of Justin Herbert. I'm hoping Sean Payton makes an appearance over there. That's just my hope. So. Let's go ahead and move on, and we'll go down to Tampa Bay where the Bengals took on the Buccaneers, and the Bengals are doing once again what they were able to do last season and make a run. They were down 17-0 in this game, and I, when I first looked at the game, I was just like, oh, well, Buccaneers are going to win them a game that they probably should not have win. Again, they were up 17-0 at one point, and then all of a sudden I look back at the game and – I saw that the Bengals were leading. I had to do a triple check because I was just like, what the hell is going on? And Bengals ended up winning this game 34 to 23. Dooley. Is this a uh is this a bigger knock on Tom Brady when it comes to giving up this lead and just the way that this team, the, the Buccaneers have been playing? Or is this a hey, watch out for Joey Burrow and the Bengals? Maybe Joe Burrow might be the next one. Again, we always want to you know, we always want to crown. These quarterbacks, well, at least Joe Burrow has been a been a Super Bowl, right? You know, we at least Joe Burrow has put in this work, right? You know, so is it is it uh is it yes. more about the Bengals or is it more about the Buccaneers in this game? You know, actually it goes both ways. You know, everything you stated you could add on. I for instance, the Bengals are real. They're letting everybody know we are here to stay and we can beat anybody in this league, you know, on the other end of things, Tom Brady's not looking good for the first time in his career. He's lost eight or more games. You know, he's never lost this many games ever in his career. Let's put that into perspective of how great this guy has been for so long. Ladies and gentlemen, can you believe this guy has never had an eight game loss season? What? That's more that happens. at well, times. That's, well, that's what happens. He played in a shitty division for 15 plus years, but yeah. Right, right, right. That too. That too. Definitely that. You know, I, I, I but hold but on. also, still, he's, still he's good. The Patriots still good. Impressive. No, I agree. Yes. I agree. Yes, yes, yes. You know, um, so, uh, no, honestly, but Tom, I don't know how much longer Tom has, man. It's like, I don't know what, I, I don't want anything to happen to him. I want him to leave the game healthy. He loves the game so much, not understanding how old he is. And like, man, you are. You understand. Okay. He, I hope he, he does. don't give a damn. No, right, no right, care. right. He's crazy. He's crazy, right? But hey, you got to be crazy to be one of the best of all time. Yes, you sir. Know what I'm saying? Anything, anything you do, yes, sir. Yes, yes. You know, so honestly, the Bucks aren't looking good. Tom isn't looking good at all, and the Bengals can be can beat anybody in the league, and that's all I got to say about that. 
Fracture Walnut says Titans need to find a solid running, uh, solid backup running back to give the King some help and make him a two down back so he has fresh legs toward the end of the season. Honestly, Fractured, I thought that's the reason why they drafted Hassan Haskins out of, out of Michigan. Um, he, he played well in Michigan, and I assume that was the reason why you drafted him so you could be that back or running back, but he has not really been used the way I thought that he would be. Unfortunately, since I'm not the offensive coordinator, I cannot make those changes. Uh, but I agree with you, though, Fractured. I, I you know, he's, he's – let's just be real. Derrick Henry is going to be starting to come on the back end of his career. And he's going to need to have a little bit more help to where he's not carrying the ball 350 times this season. Fractron also says passing the torch game, in my opinion, great comeback for them. So like I stated earlier, you know, hey, Joey Burrow, I think, is somebody that you might want to put in that upper echelon before Justin Herbert, before um, – and then, of course, of course, before Brock Purdy. Um, and, and Joey Burrow, if he's able to continue to keep doing what he's doing, maybe it might be – Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes in the AFC Championship game are Joe Burrow and Josh Allen. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, Fracture One also says 10-year, $375 million waiting for him when he is done. Still will be able to watch film and break it down, so it'll be kind of the same, but it's not him, like y'all said, he crazy. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, obviously it ain't about the money. Let's be honest with you. If it was about the money, you know, Brady, Brady would have been sat down. And Also, let's be honest with Eric. Let's be real. Brady don't need he don't need money he'll always make money the rest of his life so it's not about the money it's literally about the love of the game motherfucker love the game and I respect that for him but we just don't want to see you having to be carted off on exactly. a stretcher or whatever like exactly. that because of whatever happened you exactly. like Dude said you're one of the greats exactly. we don't want to you know we we've been blessed over the last five years to see Kobe be able to to leave the game you know with dropping sixty you know whatnot and even when LeBron leaves he'll have an epic season and performance and whatnot i know he will and tiger with his master performance and serena and i mean it's we've been we've been blessed and lucky with our generation to be able to watch some of these greats do what they do for a longevity of time and then also towards the end right but for tom you know maybe you need to maybe you need to fall back a little bit we'll see what happens all right Sunday night football, then we get to Monday night football, and then we get everybody up out of here for the night. Giants and Commanders. This game, to me, I feel as though was whoever wins this game most likely will be in the playoffs. Now, there's still a chance that the Commanders still can make the playoffs if the Giants pretty much shit the bed. Um, but due to both of these guys having a tie, uh, it definitely messes up standings for them. Um, so, Dooley, this is – one of your teams, if if not your your team, the Commanders. Uh, please let me know how you feel about how this game turned out, and can the Commanders find a way to rally and make a playoff push? Man, honestly, I, that was a key game right there. Four teams are not getting into the playoffs from this division. Okay, you know, so, so it's it's like there's already three teams ahead of you. You know what I mean? The Giants are looking good, like they want to get in. You know what I mean? So it's tough. It's tough right now because the Eagles and the uh, Cowboys are for sure getting in. Oh, yeah. We know we know that already. The Giants are pretty much, they're getting in. Basically, there's no way the Commanders are getting in. Honestly, Heineke, I like his spunk, but he's just not that guy. 
You know, they need another quarterback. They need a gunslinger. They need many things. They need Chase to come back on defense. Chase has not returned back yet exactly. from his injury. And just imagine if you did have him last week. I mean, I feel like maybe you win that game. You know, he's, he's a game possible. changer. He's, he's, yes. He is Kevin Thibodeau for with the Giants. You know, the Giants drafted him. Yes. You know, he's one of the top running backs, uh, defensive ends in the game. You know what I mean? You can't you outside linebacker build. You know, you can't beat that athleticism, you know. Great player. I can't wait to see him back on the field, you know. But yeah, it's looking ugly for the commanders. Congrats to the Giants. I doubt they do anything in the playoffs if they even get in. You know what I mean? So So at yeah. the moment, if the playoffs were to start today, the commanders are actually in the playoffs. They would be the seventh seed. The Giants would be the sixth seed, the Cowboys number five, the Tampa Bay Bucks number four, 49ers three. Vikings number two and the Eagles will be a number one seed. That's crazy. The whole, the whole NFC, NFC East would be wow. in the playoffs at this moment. But of course, we still have three more weeks of the season to play. Right. So things can change. Seattle is right there with seven and seven. Detroit is right there at seven and seven. Mm-hmm. Green Bay is still on the outside looking in at six and eight. Things can still happen for them. And even Carolina, technically Carolina, New Orleans. And the Falcons are still in the playoff hunt due to that bad NFC South division. Right. So none of these things are set in stone just yet. We will, of course, find out in the next couple more weeks what was going to happen with these teams. But, um, yeah, Giants the commander, man. What a a way to shit the bed for – for unfortunately for the the commanders. Bryce Wadows says – I think the Giants make it if they went out and commanders have to win the next two out of three to make it. So the whole NFC East could make the playoffs again. They definitely can. And at the end of the day, it's about controlling your own destiny. And these two teams have the opportunity to do that. So it depends on how these two teams control their own destiny. All right. We'll finish it off with the Rams and the Packers for tonight. (laughs) Let's just be real. Not too much to talk about. This is ugly. And, um, the Packers probably not gonna make the playoffs, but they still technically, like I just said earlier, they are still in the hunt and they can still maybe make the playoffs. The Rams have been eliminated after this loss. Uh, so hopefully we won't have to hear any more about Baker Mayfield, please. But the, the, the only question I need to ask you, Dooley, is this Aaron Rodgers last year as a Packer? Uh, I thought he just signed a big contract. No, I don't mean mistaken. nothing. That don't mean nothing. Okay, well, let me continue then. It needs to be. Okay, I'm tired of seeing Rodgers on that team. Okay, you're (laughs) a legend. You only won one Super Bowl. You haven't even been back. That alone has ruined Rodgers' career. At one point in time, we thought this might have been one of the greats. It turns out he's barely even, he's never even been back to the Super Bowl, not one time. And you would have thought, listen, if we all had to bet our lives, would Aaron Rodgers be back in the Super Bowl 10 least, years ago? At least at, one. At least one, bro. Yeah. But that also just that also goes to show you how hard it is just to get back, right? Or hard yeah. how hard it is just to get through get there once. Yes. Right? Yes. yes. Because this is a guy on a continuous basis will put up 35 touchdowns and three interceptions like it's nothing, right? And it just goes to show you once again, like I talked about with Matt Ryan, and I could talk about with other quarterbacks, they will get all the praise and they'll get all the blame. But a guy like Aaron Rodgers, we've seen it for the last five years. He'll put up a godly-like numbers, right? But 
you will have a special teams mishap last last year with the 49ers or you have the defense give up however many points and you can't get the ball back because the, the other team is, is running the ball and keeping you on the sideline. You can't do anything as a as a offensive player if you don't have the ball in your hand. And I'm not making excuses for pay, for Aaron Rodgers at all. And that's not what I'm going to do. And I'm not that's not what I'm doing at all. Thank but it's just unfortunate <laughs> that he is in this position to where you're playing with a historic franchise that should help you out and should be able to put the pieces around you to be successful. Which let's be real, they've they have done, but they also have kind of fucked Aaron Rodgers over a little bit too. To where I thousand percent agree with you. Let's let's release Aaron Rodgers and let him go elsewhere. I, I don't know. I don't honestly don't know where, but who know? Maybe Tennessee. I mean, maybe uh Green Bay, Tennessee. Say maybe we might, might want to make a trade. Yes, maybe we trade Tannehill for Aaron Rodgers. Maybe maybe Arizona. Maybe maybe they might say, you know what, we like you in all collar, but if we can get Aaron Rodgers and get this contract off our books, and we can swap this. Maybe they can make a move for that too as well. Hell, maybe the Jets, you know, somewhere with a nice young defense. They've talked know? about that. They've talked about that. You know? Who knows? Maybe. You, know? you can get you can get somebody like a Zach Wilson on a rookie contract for the for the Packers. You can play him out, and maybe for Zach Wilson, it gives him an opportunity to play elsewhere and get away from that New York media and give him another opportunity to re, uh recreate his career. So I mean, there are there are a lot of different possible scenarios that could happen and play out for this Packers organization. Yes. also says Packers have to win out. Uh, Packers have to win out and the Giants lose all three and the commanders lose two and the Packers are in. It's crazy how this season is coming to an end. He also says, I agree with y'all basically played in the same division as Brady, where his teams, uh, where his teams was the best in the past 10 years. I think, yeah, I mean, for the most part, only team really that competed against them is the Vikings and that's, later on in his career for the most part as Aaron Rodgers said he's on the Bears the Lions have been the Lions and the Vikings have been kind of up and down but really the Vikings have been his kryptonite literally have broken Aaron Rodgers collarbone uh at one point in time that's of course led to a rule change when it comes to uh falling on a quarterback um but let's get him out of there Let, let's Maybe San Francisco, right? We talked about San Francisco. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. who knows? Maybe Carolina. Maybe, you know, Carolina looking for quarterbacks, right? You know, I mean, I don't know. But one thing I will say, about 29, 20, 28, 29 of the NFL teams, if Aaron Rodgers is on the market, 29 or 28 of the teams will say, hey, 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 we want you. We want you. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, I'm not going to say 29, but I'd say like 24, <laughs> 25, okay. you know, so, you know, some of those teams got good young bucks and yeah, they, yeah. and they, you know, but again, you know. it all depends on what you're looking for with your organization. Just because you have a young buck don't mean that you don't want to win right now. Right. Right. Some teams want to win right now. So you might make that move. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. No, definitely, bro. Rogers needs to go. All righty, then we will end it on that one with Rogers has to go. I appreciate my boy Dooley for joining us once again. Uh, hopefully, who knows? Maybe he can join us back once again before Ish gets back from his trip. And we'll see that man, if not on the Tuesday show, who knows? Maybe on the Sunday show. We'll see what happens. But I appreciate my man for joining us once again. If you don't mind letting the, letting the folks know where to find you, let them know. Ladies and gentlemen, go ahead and subscribe to my YouTube channel. You see it at the top right there. You see it. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Do it all for your boy. Like, 
comment, subscribe. I play sports, video games. I play Warzone, Super Smash Brothers. I talk sports. I do it all, ladies and gentlemen. But once again, shout out to X and Ish for getting me, giving me an opportunity to be on the show. Holla at your boy, man. As always, is what we do. We got to make sure, of course, we support one another. That's what we do out here. We love y'all. And also, Fractual says, if you remember X, I said in the beginning of the season, they should have traded Aaron for Jimmy G in the offseason. He did say that. Peace out, boys. See you on Sunday. Yes, sir. We will see y'all on Sunday. Like Fractual One has said, like I say all the time, we will see y'all on Sunday for week 16 preview show. And if I'm actually... I don't think about it. No, we're going to keep it on Sunday. Yeah, I was thinking about maybe changing it for Christmas Eve, but at my daughter's birthday uh, party on Christmas Eve, so I'll be a tad bit busy, so we will save it for Christmas. I will be here for the Christmas show on Sunday, and then we'll see y'all once again on Tuesday for the Week 16 recap show here on x Talking Ish. But as always, we appreciate y'all for joining us, and we will see y'all on Sunday. Thank y'all. Thank you.